Hello and welcome <laughs> to another episode of Nerdy and Thirty. You have too much energy for a Sunday morning. <laughs> well, it's more like the afternoon for me. <laughs> oh, because you've been up since like midnight. Um. Well, actually, I mean, I should have been awake, but um, I was up until like two a.m. and then I went to sleep, and then I woke up at like eight. I was supposed to wake up at seven to go to the gym. But, uh, yeah, how'd that go? <laughs> I woke up at 8.18 instead, yeah. and I decided, oh, I, I need to eat before the podcast, and somehow 9 o'clock rolled around, so here yep. I am. <laughs> Pretty sure. <sighs> yeah. Uh... But, yeah, this is, uh, still season two. Uh, it is no longer episode 15, because <laughs> numerically episode 16 comes afterwards. Fifteen doesn't happen twice. It's not like a. It's not like uh, daylight savings. That's what your master's in math gets you. It is. It's. A, it's a, well. It's a bachelor's, but either oh. way, it it got me exactly nowhere. Uh, <laughs> I I I can find the area of a triangle for you really good. And it's really useful when I want to try to figure out the sides of a TV just by finding out the uh, the diagonal of it. That's a that's a great skill to have once every few years. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Hey, Lars. Yeah. Why are we doing this? We're doing this because you're doing this. Oh, it's, doing it's, it. It's sort of. I guess. Oh uh, we, yeah, we're a podcast. It's uh, what it's like to be about your thirties and conventional nerdy. Pods. And, and really, our goal is to entertain, make you laugh, relate, and be a little nostalgic. And we'll become a little intoxicated over the course of each episode. So we hope you have fun hanging out with us today. Also, podcast is still not for kids, so go Fuck away. Fuck you. Yep. Yeah, yeah there we Um, I mean, I haven't, I haven't really been uh, being true to that intoxication portion recently. Um, <laughs> well, you do have a newborn. Yeah, that baby is a buzzkill. <laughs> <Kid Dennis>. will... <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Claire. He's lovely. He's the light of my life, just like you. <laughs> so today in history, yeah, is all I'm going to produce. No podcast fuel, really. Uh, oh, yeah, I do have podcast fuel, I guess. So, uh, in 1983, the Soviet Union releases a letter. That Russian leader at the time, Yuri Andropov, wrote to Samantha Smith, an American fifth grader from Manchester, Maine, inviting her to his country. His letter came in response to a note that Smith had sent in in 1982, asking if the Soviets were planning to start a nuclear war. At the time, the U.S. and the Soviet Union were Cold War enemies. So he basically he invited he he got the letter from this little girl. Yeah. And was like. No, we don't want to do that. Why don't you come over and hang out with us? See, we're cool people. So her and her family did go to the Soviet Union and hung out with them. What? I've never heard of this incident. Yeah. That's really cool. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he then, like, I think he not long, like, she became, like, a huge celebrity in the 80s because of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But he stepped down from power or, like, got, got the boot not too long after. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, when Gorbachev took over, I, I suppose, mm-hmm. and then literally a year after, the little girl at the age of thirteen like dies in a car crash. 
Oh no. <laughs> so it's like God, it's kind of crazy. Damn it, Doug. You brought us up, he took us back down. <laughs> yes, I did. It's worse than drugs, baby. Worse than drugs. Cuz you can't even uh, you can't even rationalize it with a hangover. This is pure emotion. Uh but in 1990, <laughs> uh the Hubble Space Telescope was placed into orbit. So it listen so think about how long this took. They conceived the idea of the Hubble Space Telescope in the 40s. Mhm. Uh, for all you youngins, it's the 1940s. Uh, designed it in the 70s and then built it in the 80s. And then it was finally launched in 1990. So 50 years worth of like conce- conception and planning and building to get yeah. this into this, into the sky. Uh, it paid off. Jeez. Yeah, so basically this telescope has 10 times the resolution compared to like ground telescopes. Mm-hmm. It's the size of a bus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's solar powered, and it orbits the Earth once every ninety-seven minutes. That's fucking fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that. Uh, and then my podcast fuel is my own homebrew, cold brew. Oh. I've been doing cold brews lately. Yeah. Uh, Claire bought me a cold brew little like maker like four years ago, mm-hmm. and I was cleaning out the cabinets, and I was like, oh. This is collecting dust. And Claire's yeah. like, yeah, I bought that for you. <laughs> and like everything I buy you, you just put it on the shelf and it collects dust. Yeah. And she gets me good gifts. Like she got me like a, a little keychain sriracha bottles that I could refill. Okay. So I could keep like sriracha on my keychain and use it when I need it. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, um, it's, it's like not just like a novelty. It's literally filled with sriracha. Yes. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. But I never used them. Oh. I'm like, these are awesome. This is great because I was like big on sriracha. Yeah. But then it turns out that like in my my brain got the best of me because like, oh, what if it loosens and the sriracha gets everywhere and then I've got sriracha on my pants and I've got spicy sauce all over. It's true. So I'm just going to leave what these. What if there's one the... around to lick it off you? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so they, they stayed in the Like cupboard. Lucy. Jesus. I'm not going to give my dog hot sauce. <laughs> no. No, no, no. I don't want to clean that up. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, so I've been making the cold brew lately, and I figured out how to make the the, the vanilla cold brew, the, mm-hmm. van- the sorry, the vanilla sweet cream cold brew, like the oh. ones that do at Starbucks. Okay, yeah. It's literally just whipped cream, milk, and vanilla syrup, okay. and that's it. Yeah. You know, just more, more whipped cream than vanilla. Mm-hmm. I mean, more whipped cream than milk. You mix it together and then it just pours right on top of the uh, cold brew. Okay. Bada bing, bada boom. Is it delicious? Yeah. Claire keeps asking me to make it for. I have to actually <laughs> probably make more cold brew now because it's only like, it's not a lot of cold brew that it makes. It's like a concentrate that it makes. So you basically mix it half with water. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes like, I've made like one, two, three, I made like four or five like cups, like, you know, like small cups, like. These would yeah. be... Like eight uh, ounces? Oh, is that a pint? No, no, no. It's smaller than a pint. My hands are just tiny. No. <laughs> it's no, uh, is it the angle of the camera. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it makes a few, which is okay. nice. And I just make more. It, it takes like a day or two to make because that's the steep. Yeah. But yeah, okay. that's me. That's me. What What about you? Cool. What's your podcast for you? Fucking alcoholic. Listen, usually we do this Thursday night, 
and usually I don't do this on Sunday morning, but mm-hmm. we got we got fancy beers on a Friday night. Oh, fancy! I had like a really good week at work, so Caitlin was like, "Let's go celebrate! Let's go celebrate!" And we tried to go to the liquor store, and it was closed at eight o'clock. And we're like, "Seriously, <laughs> assholes!" I just, so, I just love the. Sorry, I just, I'm, I just love the preface for this story. Yeah, you had a great week at work. Let's go celebrate. We were at the liquor store. Yeah, we're going to get some, like, nice whiskey, you know, make, get some bitters, make some, like, fancy cocktails and, like, you know, make a pizza at home or something. You know, just Boy, a, a little couple you guys are you, you guys would fit in really well in, like, Brooklyn. Oh, really? Is that a thing people do? Well, because you're, like, it's just, like, you know, like, DIY, like... Oh, yeah. Artisanal. The only difference, though, in, like, Brooklyn, like, they don't have ovens. They have, like, micro toaster ovens because there's no space in any of the apartments. <laughs> True. <laughs> So go, continue, continue. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I, I rudely interrupted. It's, it's all good. Uh, so we ended up going to a, this beer place uh, that we had passed a million times and we've always wanted to go in, but always forget about it. So I was like, oh shit, let's go. So on the side, they're like, we have over a thousand different types of beer. And holy shit, they, it's probably like 400 different types, honestly. But like you walk insane. in, you're completely overwhelmed. So I have three different pints today. Uh, the first one is... Basic bitch. <laughs> oh, it looks like a Starburst label. Yes, it is a sour. Um, it is a, what is it? What type, what type of sour? It is a candy sour ale is what they call it. And boy, does it taste like candy. Uh, it's oh. from a <clears throat> Pipe Dream Brewing in Londonderry, New Hampshire, which is also cool. They had a bunch of uh, beers from New Hampshire that we'd never seen before with breweries we've never heard of. Um, so, oh, wait, so it's it's a beer distributor, not a not a brewery, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay, so so that one is real good. It it's true its name. It tastes just like fucking candy. It's it's really good if you like sour beers. Um, when Caitlin tried it, she's like, "It's like I'm drinking liquid warheads." <laughs> huh. uh, it's about I think it's five percent. Oh, something like that. Um, the other beer I got here is from Rockingham Brewing Company in Derry, New Hampshire. And it is called the Three Little Pigs. <clears throat> it is a Belgian-style triple ale. Is it? Do you say triple or do you say tripel? I say triple. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and it's uh, 9.2%. This one's real good. It actually tastes really close to uh, Maradzu, if you've ever heard of that Belgian triple. Um. I do highly recommend that. It's just both of those. Ameritsu is like my, one of my favorites, but this is pretty damn good too. Um, I think it was like $16 for like a four pack though. <laughs> They're a little uh, pricey. And then the last one is definitely my least favorite of what I got. Um, it is, and you can imagine why I got it, Doug. I'm just going to show Peanut Doug over here. butter and fluff flavor stout. Oh yeah, and then the very upset, like... They're, they it looks happy, but then their faces are like, are like we why really... did we do this? <laughs> What's happening? We're stuck together. Yeah. So so like like Doug said, Doug said it's a peanut butter and fluff uh, flavored stout, and on the cover of the can is a, a jar of peanut butter that looks happy concerned, and then a jar of fluff that looks happy concerned, and the peanut butter is holding a knife, and the fluff is holding bread. It's from uh, New England Dreams, uh, or I don't know. It's from Woodland Farms Brewery, and then it says New England Dreams, and then peanut butter and fluff flavor stout. So I don't know. Uh, 
it's uh, it says uh, we took a New England tradition, the fluffernutter sandwich, and turned it into the perfect winter adult, uh, wintertime adult beverage. Silky smooth body with toasted bread crust overtones layer perfectly over peanut butter and fluff flavors. Childhood sandwich in a mug. Sandwich? It's, they do S A M M I C H. Yep. Ah. <laughs> uh. And uh, it's made in Kittery, Maine, which is like an hour away from here. Um. I'll be honest, I had a lot of high hopes because I've had similar beers in the past, especially peanut butter with stouts, and this did not live up to expectations. Where it says like it tastes a little bit like burnt toast, it pretty much all tastes like burnt toast. It's just like a can of burnt toast, and Oof. it is not pleasant at all. <laughs> I I am not a fan, so I'm sorry, Woodland Farms Brewery, but do better. <laughs> That's my podcast field for today. <laughs> uh, and Doug, if, if you're interested in any of these uh, local ones, let me know and I'll bring them down next time I'm uh, in uh, the New York area. I don't know. Speaking I, of which, sorry. Yes. No, I, I mailed you uh, some stuff that I told you I was going to bring last time I came and then didn't actually come. Okay. Cool. Uh, uh, it should I be will. arriving, I think, today. Actually, or, or t- tomorrow? I don't know. Where's my. There it is. Cool. But the other Anthony toy that we got uh, that goes with the with the teeth I got. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For anyone that doesn't know what's going on, um, <laughs> this was the birthday gift that Lars got me. It's an automaton. Uh, and it had the cutest little packaging, honestly. You know, it, you could tell that it was like a. <laughs> he got me a little black one. <laughs> it's it's like um, it's hard to describe. It looks like a um, it looks like an eighth note, like a lonely eighth note. Yep. Um, but it has but, a face of like and motion of Pac-Man at the bottom. Yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> and then like you can get the, well, I forgot what the word is. Vibra- the vibrato yeah, by the like vibrato, opening yeah. by opening and closing mm-hmm. <laughs> opening and closing the mouth mouth real quick yeah and it it goes low mid and high tone mm-hmm. and it has low it has low and loud volume yeah. and then it comes with instructions to play like a song <laughs> but i forgot how to play it <laughs> it's like a, it's a little japanese uh music making toy it's not even specifically for kids like adults play this has a legit instrument too yeah it, it takes a little getting used to and at first i thought like the the top knob did something and it doesn't it just because yeah, it rotates right yeah so yeah. i mean i thought maybe it tuned it it doesn't tune it yeah. it's just literally there and rotates it's the weirdest <laughs> thing but you know what like i sit here and i just go <laughs> I try to do that that one song. Uh, I think when I put it on low. You can also vibrato by like rocking your your finger as if you're playing a violin. Yeah. This but is, it's all <laughs> it's all touch sensitive on the neck. This is a, it's a very fun toy because I sit there and I like whenever yeah. I play this thing, mm-hmm. I dance. <laughs> yes, you do, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you saw the video. Yeah. I mean, it's honestly like it's hard to. It's also very. It's weird because when I play it, I play it very seriously. I must move around, but at the same time, I can't do anything else. Like I can't talk or stare at you 
and like actually like, make a conversation. Uh, I'm actually weird. so enthralled in trying to like push these buttons. Yeah. That I can't. <laughs> put it on uh put it on low. I know it's, I like low. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a dig it's like a it's a little synthesizer. It's, it's cute. Yeah, yeah. It, the the low is specifically reminds me of like SNES music or sounds. <laughs> oh yeah, actually speaking of that, I just changed my ringtone to another 8-bit song. <laughs> Want me to call you? You good. Uh okay. let me put it on a uh, ring. Oh yeah, ring's not a thing. I mean, I put it on loud. <laughs> Sound, okay. actually, it's called. All right, ready? Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. I can't do this on the autonomous phone. No, not yet. <laughs> no, not yet. What? What is that? Ah. Yes, it's a theme song yeah, for something. So yes, it's for uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, uh -huh. the first season. It's a that's a fucking banger of a song, even though like I don't understand the words. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, it's like, but it slaps. Uh, also, the uh, the fucking song for the latest season of uh, Demon Slayer, mm -hmm. uh, the the Entertainment District, that that arc. That one slaps also. For anyone uh, interested in checking I don't think it I've out, that one. But but hey, <clears throat> I don't. I don't think I even told you I had an automaton too. No, you didn't tell me. But you got the white can, one. Now we can play in a chorus together. We can write some music with our automatons. This is this is what we waited for all our lives. I don't have batteries in mine. <laughs> I, I I actually I pillaged the batteries from a remote of mine that doesn't actually work. Yes, perfect. And then I ordered a bunch of AAA batteries, so that yeah. way it can live on forever. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I had a... So yesterday, mm -hmm. uh, my project manager, she it was like her last day. Oh, no, sorry, not yesterday, Friday. It was her last day. And, uh, you know, I'm on paternity leave. So I still got the invite anyway. And everyone mm -hmm. was really... I, I joined the meeting for mm -hmm. like their like half an hour lunch goodbye. Yeah. And they weren't expecting me to join. So all of a sudden, like three minutes into the meeting, I joined. Everyone's like, "Whoa, who is this guy?" And then I was talking to them, and instead of like, at some point in the conversation, instead of talking about like the fact that I have a baby, yeah. I'm like, "Oh, I got this cool, cool little synthesizer my friend got me." And everyone's like, "Oh, I thought you were gonna show us the baby." I'm like, "Well, I, I, I guess I'll do that instead." So I was like more excited to show them the the automaton, automaton than automaphone. Yeah, automaton. Instead of the <laughs> instead of the baby, but I ended up showing them the baby anyway, and he's That's great. he's a ham, so he you know he looked calm and cute, yeah. and then once the the camera turned off, he he wailed. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah 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 yeah. I am Lord yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, the agenda for today, um, we got a few things. Um, I don't know what we're actually going to get to, so you might hear some stuff and uh, then not hear some stuff. <laughs> so, you know, we have the off-the-cuff, of course, which we'll talk about after we come back from our podcast break. And, yep. you know, a few things on the docket we may or may not touch, which is the Season 2 uh, upload. Mm -hmm. um, what might be your best streaming service, uh, in, in your opinion? Uh, and 
on the cooking 30th side of things, uh, favorite cooking utensil and preferred type of pans. <laughs> so why don't we let you go and put your pans on <clears throat> and we'll take a podcast break. <laughs> and for a dollar a day, you can save Lars's house. Head break. Welcome back. <laughs> Where's the baby? Where's the baby? Where's the baby? <laughs> All right. So, um, my off the cuff. So yep. I mean, we already did our little. You know, you know, I have a baby now. Um, <laughs> so yes. I I joined Planet Fitness. We talked about that. Um, yep. and I my friends and I have tried to start a. 75 day challenge that ends basically like in july okay so we you know we have to go to the gym for a certain amount of time we have to drink a certain amount of water daily yeah um and uh they also want us to read uh i'm not really i'm not really reading though i mean i read other things but they want us to read nonfiction. i'm just like no i'll read like an article or two it's like 10 pages worth i guess i mean the hist the history today is like it's a lot of history I take in a lot of like depressing Murder. things. Yeah. That's how I've learned about Mondays. That's why I know well why people get upset when they have the case of the Mondays. Right. Because they're they're psychotic <laughs> at that point. How many people do you have competing in your little competition? It's only like four or five of us. It's just some of the my friends from high school. Mm -hmm. Which is really weird to say, because if I think about how long ago high school was, yeah. Uh, I'm old. 16 yeah. years ago? Even Lucy's upset. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, if it's 16 for me, it's 18 for you. Shh. <laughs> you've, been out of school, you've been out of school so long, you, it can vote. I've been out of school so long, I'm taking supplements every morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching you do it. Yeah, yep. dude, my knees hurt. <laughs> dude, um, everything's been popping lately. Like, I'll, I'll lately? do literally anything and everything. Pop, pop, pop. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah. It's only just started for you? Good for yeah. you, man. Yeah. I've, <laughs> my shit's been popping for years. And, like, well, not in a, a good way. Got that, that drumming body. Pop, pop, dude, pop. Dude, <laughs> you know, it's like for all the shit my body went through, you think my metabolism would just speed up and just keep me in shape. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, oh, you want to eat cake? Good. Here's a tit. <laughs> Here's a tit. <laughs> just like, one. Yeah, just one just tit. Just one. Yeah, well, that's why I have to eat two pieces of cake. <laughs> yes. Well, before I know it, I ate the whole cake. Uh, uh, so many tits. Yeah. So now I got to like get back in shape. Dude, I haven't felt this terrible since like being in middle school on the wrestling team. Yeah. And like, because when I was when I was in like eighth, seventh and eighth grade, like I was like fucking fat as shit. Mm -hmm. Like I'm fat shaming myself. Like I was so big. <laughs> Like, you you know, talk about, like, being in... What, how old are you in 8th grade? Like, 13? Like, I was I was 13, I was, like, 200 pounds. Wow. So, like, now I'm... I'm, as an adult mm -hmm. in my 30s, I'm 220... 225, 230, and which mm -hmm. is, like, super fat for me anyway. But, mm -hmm. like, then I was, like, under... I was, like, maybe 5 feet tall. So, it was just, like, I was... That's a lot for that. Like, height. I was Violet, <laughs> you know, from, like, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Just roll me around. <laughs> yep. 
Yep. <laughs> um, I turned into the donut that I ate. Uh. uh but yeah, so now I'm trying to get back into shape. Everything's yep. sore. I'm trying to like, I can't run a mile as fast as I used to anymore. You know, I can you probably can run pop- a mile. That's an achievement. I I found I can't fucking do pull ups. That I was like the could. most upsetting thing to me. I never could. Never. Not once in my I life. I tried to do I tried to do a pull up the other day and I was like I got halfway. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, this is yeah. terrible. <laughs> like I, I was able to do pull ups. Like I, I the first pull up I did I was in high school. Because I finally like, got in shape. But yeah. then like I was I was able to like do them <laughs> until a certain point apparently. <laughs> I've regressed. Um so yeah, doing that challenge. Um trying to go on the daily, but the only thing that sucks, I haven't gone the last two days, unfortunately. Like because Planet Fitness is twenty four five, and then on the weekends, so oh, they're open like I don't all, have that here. They're open um, like Monday huh. through uh, Thursday. They're open twenty four seven, twenty four hours, I should say. Yeah. Friday they close at ten p.m. Wow. And then Saturday, Sunday, it's seven to seven. Wow. Okay. So unfortunately, like the last two days, mm-hmm. I haven't had an opportunity to go to the gym because. We've had people over or, you know, he's been fussy or we have to go to a doctor's appointment or something like that. So it's just like because it and because like I'll either go like on the weekday, sometimes I can go midday Mm -hmm. and then sometimes I can go late at night or early in the morning, depending. Like, for example, like this morning, I was like they open at 7 a.m. Like maybe I can get up and go at 7 a.m. But then I stayed up all all night watching Home Alone. Mm. So (laughs) so I didn't go to the gym. I woke up at eight o'clock. Yeah, and then we were doing the podcast, and then we're going out in a, in a minute, like this afternoon, because mm-hmm. um, I mean, like I think by the time this airs, it's not a big deal. But my, you know, a friend of mine's gonna be proposing to his girlfriend, so Ooh. we're going to like a like a lunch in Huntington for that. Awesome. So that's gonna take up part of the day. So I don't even know if we're gonna get back in time for me to even go to the gym after that. Yeah. So we'll see. I I try to supplement playing the drums as my exercise. Yeah, I mean that works. Yeah, I just put on the full Troy and I, I just put on a sweater. I just, I just play. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I try to do the same thing with uh, with VR because there's a lot of like VR stuff where you can like work out, move around, and do stuff in. It's true. That is a nice thing about VR. It like it makes the home gym experience a little nicer. Yeah. Honestly, I'd like to get home gym equipment. I just don't have anywhere to put it, which is the worst thing to say. It's yeah. so hard to believe that two people can fill an entire house. Well, three now, but dude, I I know. I I, I Caitlin and I constantly look at our house. Like probably like at least once a month at this point. Before that, it was like weekly. We look around and we'd be like, "How is this still cluttered? We were in a six hundred square foot house before. We're in a twenty seven hundred square foot house now. How mm-hmm. is it still fucking cluttered? How is there shit everywhere? What the fuck? Where did everything go? <laughs> you know what my thought process on it is. It's that it's like sure like the space is bigger, but realistically it's like mostly it's just the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the amount of wall space might still be That's somewhat true. similar. So like yeah, you know if you don't have like built-in compartments or or like shelving Closets. or things like that, <laughs> yeah. like you just have like the middle like you're not gonna put a bookshelf in the middle of your fucking room. You yeah. definitely <laughs> won't because it'll fall right fucking through. It's true. But like I'm not gonna put a bookshelf in the in the middle of my living room. And just be like, well, we needed extra storage. And well, I mean, we had the space, you know, <laughs> it's like, so it's just like open space yeah. that, you know, we just don't fill. Um, and we put a couch there instead. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other thing was uh, two things. One, I we watched uh, I watched the other <laughs> Home Alones. I found like other than because I knew there was Home Alone one and two. Yeah. I knew there was Home Alone three because yeah, that came a out. Actor. Yeah, that one came out in like 1997. Okay. Um. And then they came out with Home Alone 4, which was terrible. It came out in 2002. I imagine it was. It was really bad. Um, that one... Oh, sorry, they're mixing together. Home Alone, uh, Home Alone 4 actually was Kevin McAllister. No. Yeah. Um, the same actor, too? Is Macaulay Culkin? Oh, wait, hold on. I'm mixing them together. I'm thinking. I'm thinking Holiday Heist, because that was the other one. There's Home Alone Four and there's Home Alone uh, Holiday Heist. I don't. I've never even heard of that. I actually didn't know there was a four, let alone a Holiday Heist. Yeah. So all right. So Home Alone Four is uh, still the McAllisters, mm-hmm. right? But in this one, uh, the, the uncles and them don't live with them anymore, and uh, the McAllisters are getting a divorce. Oh. And uh, Peter McAllister, the, the father, is dating um, this woman who's, like, super fucking rich. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're about, they're, you know, once the divorce is settled, he's going to marry her. Mm-hmm. And it's Christmas time, and the woman's going to have, like, this royal family come and stay with them for the holidays, for Christmas. So he's like, I haven't, you know, I haven't seen the family so why don't you guys, you know, why don't the, I want to take the kids and spend Christmas with them? Mm-hmm. And the mom is like, really? Like you, you want you're the one that left me yeah. and you want to take the kids now. Yeah. And then she's like, well, you can let the kids decide. So originally the kids say no. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, um, uh, was it, is it Biff or Butch or Buzz, Buzz, Buzz. that was a B word. <laughs> Buzz picks on Kevin. Yeah. So then Kevin takes a cab to this woman's house and stays with the dad. And this place is, like, decked out. It's a smart home, okay. but, like, in the most ridiculous of ways. Yeah. Because it's just, like, a little remote, and you just talk into it, and it just makes windows open, doors lock, okay. alarm systems go on, sure. you know, doors, like, weird shit. Like, just not realistic. It like, was a Logitech for... Harmony <clears throat> remote, because they actually do do that. <laughs> no, no, but, like, it's just, like, they were just standing in close proximity to a particular window, yeah. and it would open that window. Oh, interesting. You know, it wasn't like the window was labeled specifically. Like, so for a yeah. tech, for a tech person, there's a lot of holes to poke in this. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, and especially because of the fact that like they had all this tech, and this was like 2002, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it, you know, in the movie, they still had like tube TVs and yeah. things like that. <laughs> okay. You know, and like you know the con- the gaming controllers were like you know obviously a mix of different consoles, nothing really matched up. Yeah. Um. And the cell phones were like, you know, they were brick phones still mm-hmm. to kind of put into perspective. Uh, <clears throat> so anyway, it's still the, the main character is still Kevin McAllister, but he's like a little kid, you know, like, you know, in Home Alone 1 and 2, he gets older. Yeah. In this one, he's younger. And and there's still go- like continuity. Like, it's not like it's no, no, they're... no, it's no, it's it's after Home Alone 1 and 2. Yeah, so it, so it's all the same storyline, same supposed to be the same people in storyline essentially. So like Home Alone one and two did happen in this. Yes, and like then they this already is, forgot their kids. Right, okay. and this takes place after. Yeah, exactly. And then so in this one, uh, French Stewart plays Marv. If you remember who French Stewart really? is, really. Yeah, 
And then instead of it, instead of it being Marv and and La- is it and Harry? Yeah. It's Marv's wife. He gets married. He's like I le- he he left he left Harry uh-huh. because he wanted to be the boss. Okay. So he brought his wife on, and then they're gonna go kidnap the the royal the son of the royals that are coming to stay. Okay. So just by coincidence, they bump into Kevin McAllister. Oh my god. And so Kevin McAllister's like, I have to protect this house. Yeah. And so it, but it's like it's not nearly as good as like the like the other Home Alones are like, you know, like Mouse Trap, mm-hmm. where it's he sets up the boogie trap, booby traps. Yeah. And they get fucked up. Sure. In this one, it's just him saying, "There are burglars. They're here. That's them." And then everyone like, "You're a child. We don't believe you. Mm-hmm. You're just doing this and acting out because I'm gonna marry your father." Yeah. You know, and they don't believe him until him and the butler get locked into the the wine cellar basement, and the dad's just like something's not right, and then he comes <laughs> back. It's like literally Christmas Day. Yeah. He and he left with the woman to go pick up this royal family from the airport, mm-hmm. and he's like, "No, there's something wrong." So he heads back, and like then they the you know the the bad guys get caught, and it's okay. just like, you know, it it was just dumb, but it was just like they you know there was obvious recognition. He was just. Because Kevin McAllister looks at me, she's like, Marv? And, and you know, French Stewart's character, Marv, she's like, you! <laughs> so it's just like, so they recognized each other. Yeah. But, so that was that was within the continuity. My God, French Stewart. How was French Stewart in that role? Did um, you see his eyes? Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, then, and then Missy Pyle is his wife. Missy Pyle, that name is not familiar at all. Yeah, um, so let's see, what was she best known for? Oh, I know her, yes. Yeah, yeah, so like she was in, she's like, she always plays like the very waspy white woman. Yeah, or ditzy. Yeah. Uh, So yes, I mean, she was in like, she was in like Dodgeball, she was in Galaxy Quest, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, actually, you know, and it's, surprisingly high profile number of movies to a certain extent yeah she was Never. in the original home alone no yeah she's in here in home alone home alone 1990 oh you know what i think she's one of the people that work for no wait why was she in the original one i don't know what, what does it say her role is i'm looking that's confusing because i don't i don't remember her ever being in it well, so she's like... No, I don't think... She, that's weird. Maybe it's because it's a movie series? That's so weird. I don't know. But she's she's pretty much never the main character. She's always a supporting actress. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But she's in a lot of stuff, for sure. Just never knew her name. Yeah. I don't know what, what she played in... That's... Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So, that was Home Alone 4. And then there was Home Alone Holiday Heist. And so that was a 2012 movie. So it's like every 10 years you yeah. come out with these movies. Um, and Home Alone Holiday Heist is so racist. What? So Malcolm McDowell is the main bad guy. And Malcolm he's a Jew, he's a he's an art thief. Malcolm McDowell. Uh, oh. Yeah, he's a wow. high profile actor. No. Yeah. How did they rope him into this? <laughs> and also the the chick uh I don't know. She's she's really not that big of uh, an actor actress, but Jodell Ferland, she plays the sister in it. But she's, you know why I had, I know her because I used to watch um, 
was it not Black Mass? Um, it was like a sci. It was a sci. It was a sci-fi channel show. Mm-hmm. But she was in it. Um, anyway, the premise of this one is that this family uproots themselves from California to live in like this snowy town um, mm-hmm. in like the Midwest, uh, in Maine, I think, um, or something like that. And uh, they. It's a house that used to be a bootlegger's house, like a very infamous bootlegger. Okay. And the the son is like addicted to video games and has no real life friends, does not interact with people. Mm-hmm. And the daughter is glued to her phone. Again, this is 2012, mm-hmm. right? So it's just like the advent of Facebook and people are weaning themselves off of MySpace. People still have Zangas. <laughs> uh, so Malcolm McDowell's character is looking for this final art painting that this bootlegger had in this house mm-hmm. but he died and it was hidden so he hasn't gotten to it okay. he finally found it that it was there so he recruits um so there's this woman uh that he works with debbie mazar that's the actress's name if you see her you'll recognize her immediately okay um but i don't know why she's part of it at all they don't really tell what she does at all in this like she's just there she doesn't have any skill or anything okay. she's just an accomplice uh he's clearly like the curator of like getting these things mm-hmm. uh and then they they bring in like they go to like the hood to get a to get someone to crack a safe okay and they literally have this this dude this this black guy like act like so stereotypical mm-hmm. like he's talking about like gangbanging stuff mm-hmm. and it's just like that's like so racist yeah i'm just like, like this is 2012 i mean well i guess that makes sense for 2012 um, Obama was president. He, oh yeah, that's right. He was. Eh, things fall fall through the cracks, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> so like this kid is just like it's such like a weird movie, because I don't know. He like tries to stop them from like getting into their house and getting the painting, mm-hmm. and um, you know they're not even like they're not threatening death on him or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They're just like get out of the way and no one will get hurt. It's like it's just like this fucking painting. <laughs> And then at the end of the movie, they get caught, right? Okay. Yeah. And um, it's just like you just see the the cops taking the painting out of the the house, like wrapped it up and took it out. Mm-hmm. It's an eighty. It, in the movie, they said it was an eighty-five million dollar painting. Okay. I'm like, if I knew these fucking people were after this painting, I would not let the cops fucking take it because clearly it's worth some kind of money. <laughs> right. Like for real. And uh, so yeah, that was that whole movie. And then there's the last one with the British kid. Um, that's the, the one they just, they just came out with, I think in 2020 or 2012 or 2021 20, uh, home alone, home sweet home alone is what, what it's called. I've never heard of these. Yeah. Home this sweet one came, home alone. Yeah. This one came out in 2021. What the fuck? I haven't watched it yet. Um, should but... we do a watch party? Can we do a watch party on Disney plus? <laughs> <laughs> we watch it together and laugh at it in sadness. Yeah, we yeah. could do that. Uh, it's actually got, uh, the chick from, uh, The Office in there. Dude, it has, yeah, um, and it's got the original Buzz. The original Buzz? Yeah, oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, the, the dude who plays Buzz, uh, Devin, uh, uh, Rattray, or Rat Ray, however you, <laughs> Rat Row, uh, <laughs> however you, however he pronounces his name, mm-hmm. he actually, I've seen, this is the second time I've seen him in a, in a movie recently. Because he was also in that movie Kimmy uh, with Zoe Kravitz that's on um, 
HBO. I think it's on HBO oh, Max. Oh yeah, on, on I couldn't get past like fifteen minutes. I turned it off. But yeah, yeah, well, yeah it's like a weird like. It, it's not. It's a little bit of a weird movie. It's not bad. It's just yeah. a little weird. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I watched a trailer for Home Sweet Home Alone, and I was like, why? <laughs> like, I was like, why is there a British child in in Chicago? I want to do this. I mean, it also has Rob Delaney. Um, yeah, it has uh, the the actress like you said from The Office, but um, incredible Kimmy Kimmy Schmidt as well. Yeah, um, just you'll probably associate that more because there's a lot of people in The Office. There's Keenan Thompson in it too. Chris Parnell is in it, and Andy Daly. Like, there's a lot of big people in this. Oh yeah, no, there's, there's there is a few. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but what 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 is Mikey? What is Mikey Day from? He looks really familiar. Is he from like online content? Mikey Day. What is he known? known? Oh, Saturday Night Live. That's why. He was in Saturday Night Live for oh, a while. Oh, I know. If you go to his uh, IMDb profile, the, the the video that pops up for him uh, to associate him with his work is a Netflix show called Is It Cake? Have you ever seen that? Yes. I, I, well, <laughs> I, I haven't watched it. Oh, okay. But I've 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 seen it. And I'm just like, I don't want to watch this. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's what I put on if like we're watching something and Caitlin's like, oh, I'm going to go make a mug cake. I like I'll just be like, well, I'm not going to sit here in silence and pause what we're currently watching. I'll just put on is it cake and then like go on my phone and like go on Reddit or some shit for like a half hour. <laughs> it's it's a stupid show. <laughs> no, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean like I'm looking at like the, the little about. It just says the Beecroft family are ready to spend all of Chief Daddy's inheritance, but not if the CEO of his company has anything to do with it. That's what Home Sweet Home Alone is. That's what it says. Cause like it, so it seems like after Home Alone one and two, like Home Alone three was still somewhat grounded. Mm-hmm. Like it was this kid that lives at a home at at home, and uh, he has this mean neighbor, which is like reminiscent of Home Alone one, mm-hmm. and you know, she gives him her the toy that she buys for her grandson or whatever, accidentally gets swapped with his, and it has like uh, these like these hackers put like a microchip in it or a usb in it Mm -hmm. so you know then they try to break into his house to get it so he fends them off Hmm. um and i think the bad guy in that is doc ock no yeah i don't lie to you i like him i'm pretty sure it was him uh home alone three sorry i wrote 43 which will probably come up in a few years (laughs) yep uh, um no no it's alexander krupa he's been in other stuff and that's not doc ock though but anyway oh scarlett johansson was in it what? I mean, she plays his sister i think what <laughs> yeah she plays his sister um but anyway yeah so that one was a little bit more grounded you know mm-hmm. like he's just home he's just a little tech savvy he's ingenuitive Home Alone 4 is just ridiculous because that's the one that's like the continuity of the original timeline. Yeah. But it's just like dumb. You know, he's just like, it's a lot of those like scenes where it's just like, it's definitely geared more towards like young kids. Like, you know, he's like doing like dancing around, setting up the Christmas tree or dancing around. It doesn't have to make sense because it's for kids. Exactly. Um, And then the the other one, Holiday Heist, uh, that one was just dumb. (laughs) <laughs> that was terrible. Because now it's just like getting to the point where it's like these people are so like rich. Yeah. It's like stupid. Yeah. I mean, they uh, were already rich. I mean, the 90s, they had that house in Chicago. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, they never explained what he really did. No, I don't remember. Maybe they but, did. I just don't know. I don't yeah, remember. and now literally, like, he's, like, I think the kid is, like, the CEO of a company. Oh, wow. I think that's, like, the whole idea. But um, we'll see. I'm going to I'm gonna watch that. We'll watch that one, and we'll, we'll get back to everybody. Yeah. Because um, we know you're all dying to know how it is. <laughs> uh, and then, lastly, I think it was you that said, don't even bother watching this. Uh, oh, Raya yeah. and the yeah. Last Dragon. Mm-hmm. We loved it. Oh, meh. Yeah, well, it wasn't for us. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a lot of there was a lot of fight scenes. Yeah. Um, the animation was awesome, and it, like, I mean, also this is like obviously a white boy perspective. You know, it's like I could tell like it was obviously like, you know, like northeast or like Asian, like Thai, Thailand, Malaysian kind of like theme, like northeast. That's northeast Asian. What, what I said, yeah. What did I say? You, no, you said Northeast Asian. <laughs> Malaysia North, and Thailand or Southeast? Northwest. Northwest. What? <laughs> what do you mean, Northwest? Southwest? What? It was Southeast it was Asia. <laughs> Southeast. That's That was the word. <laughs> Northeast, Southeast. It's opposite day. <laughs> Shut up, man. Okay, you're I good. I didn't like you. you? <laughs> I'm just stuck with you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, South... South... West? Southeast. Southeast. <laughs> Southeast Asia. Like, you know, like, Thailand, Malaysia. Like, mm-hmm. the, like you you can kind of get that vibe. Plus, also, the second that I saw the main character, like, punch someone with, like, her knee and elbow, I'm like, Muay Thai! <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I was like, because I, like, I used to watch, I watched all the own box. Mm-hmm. So, it's just oh, like... Oh, yeah. Those are good. Yeah, like, so, um, I was like, okay, cool. I'm, like, this is kind of cool that, like, Disney's going this route. Mm-hmm. and um you know i was kind of confused why it didn't do well and i like looked it up and it's like part of it was because of the fact that during the pandemic they put this out and it was you had to even though if you had disney plus you had to pay extra mm-hmm. to get this video but uh-huh. they stopped doing that mm-hmm. you know like after i think black widow did poorly yeah. because of that yeah and um and raya did poorly because of that so now it's just like if it drops it drops mm-hmm. um Especially after the lawsuit they had with fucking Scarlett Johansson. I'm sure they're not going to ever do that again. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought it was really cool and colorful. Um, I thought Aquafina did a pretty good job as the dragon. I uh, we, I don't even think we got that far. I mean, we got like 10, 15 minutes into it. And we were like, the animation style is annoying. The 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 voice acting wasn't good. We were done. I didn't think the voice... Like, you're very critical. I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, because I didn't think it was bad. I mean, I thought the voice acting was actually pretty good. And honestly, so, call, call me a white man. If, white if, man? But, but <laughs> you know, I think, so, you know, so, for example, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. The Ghostbusters remake with didn't the all-female cast. Nope, didn't watch it. No? Nope. Okay, why not? And no desire to watch a remake of Ghostbusters. The original was I mean, fantastic. That's I'm good. That's fair. Um, and I saw the trailers enough in movie theaters. But, but Lars, the trailers were so bad. I was like, "This is the cheesiest piece of crap I've ever seen in a trailer." I'm done. So I mean, so that's the thing. So I sometimes I feel like when there are it's a female led movie or female cast, they tend to kind of push push that a little harder. Like, what, like it, you know, corny it's, it's jokes. Yeah, like corny jokes, or you know, like you know, like you know, so, like more 
it's like they pushed like the the girl power agenda oh not, yeah. not that there's anything wrong with it i mean yeah you know everything like that but i find that you know like when i watched raya it was something where it was just like these are just it didn't matter what gender they were like they were just two strong women you didn't have to announce it yeah you were just like they just beat the shit out of each other and like yeah. went around the world and did their thing yeah and it's like i think that in and of itself was I, the fact that it was just like it just took place you know, I think that was, like, I like that about it. Like, it was something, like, I think anyone could watch. Because I know, you know, because it can get corny, it can get cheesy, you know. And it, I feel like, you know, whether it's, you know, it, it can pull away some of the audience. And mm-hmm. I can also understand, like, you know, why women wouldn't watch a super testosterone movie either. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, just, it's the same idea. Like, you don't want to watch, you know, dudes just talking about biceps and, like, protein <laughs> powder. Or, like, talking about, like, man strength or whatever. Sure. So, <laughs> but yeah, um, but I, I thought Raya was good, man. I don't know. We couldn't get into it. I mean, the ending, uh, the ending was a little unrealistic. Like Dragon came back to life again. I would have killed that bitch. I, I never got that far. But, but I know. I'm just, okay, I'm just, well, I'm just yeah. saying this. And then well, when you eventually watch it, if yeah. you ever watch it, that sure. that statement will click. All right. Like, yeah. That's what Doug meant. Yeah. You'll be like on your deathbed. I remember now. <laughs> like double tap. Uh, gra- gra- be like, Papa, why are you watching Raya on your deathbed? Oh, there'll be no Papa. <laughs> Sorry. Roof, roof, roof. Yeah, roof, there roof. you go. There you go. Thank you. Well, maybe in the future they can. They'll have collars where they can speak. They'll translate it. Oh my God! I would love to have a Doug. A Doug? Yeah, you know Doug from Up. Oh, well, because you have a Doug. Well, yeah, you're talking right in front to me. Of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Doug, the golden retriever, Doug. Was he a golden retriever or was he a lab? I think he's a golden retriever. I'll agree to disagree. Okay, that's fine. Because yeah. he's so fluffy. He's so fluffy. He's a fluffy dog. Also, if you haven't yet, watch the shorts for Doug on Disney Plus. They Doug, get are out. Out. hilarious. What? I heard the door. Yeah, you did hear the door. What is Caitlin bringing? Oh is my it god. Fucking cookies again? What did you make? What is this? What's your tea? Oh, I got Irish tea. Biscuit, banana chocolate chip pancakes. A biscuit and banana chocolate chip pancakes. Syrup. I, I have the same and is that the, butter. Is that the ShopRite syrup? No, we don't have ShopRite up here. Oh, this you have Shop Raw. Thank you. Thank you. Gross. Yeah. Ben's Sugar Shack maple syrup. Ah. Great day. Robust taste, dark. I got the best wife. Uh, sorry, Claire. It's okay. Okay. It's okay because technically they can they can share those titles because now she's baby mama. That's true. I got the best wife. You got the best baby mama. Baby mama. Sure. Sorry, I'm apparently going to be eating on this podcast. Just FYI, guys. It's like nothing new. At least you're not fucking like shoving three chocolate chip cookies in your fucking mouth at a time. You bitch yep <sighs> butter my biscuit <laughs> butter my biscuit baby i'm a butter your bread <laughs> uh but yeah so i mean raya was good because like we were, tr- we were trying to get through like some of the the disney catalog that we missed yeah so like we watched encanto you know now we watched raya that was good and now there's i think was it red i think or big red or or something oh, like, that. like the alternate Clifford the Big Red Dog, essentially. 
no, um, no, no, don't, no, no, I, no, no, no. I know it's, what you're talking about. It, the, it's it's the, it's the monster girl, the girl that turns into a monster whenever she gets emotional. Turn <laughs> turning red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think it's I think it's about like her. I don't know what it's about. It says it's like a coming of age story. It says it says uh, Maylee is a 13 year old girl who's torn between being her mother's obedient daughter and the chaos of her youth. As if that were not enough, she when she gets too excited, she turns into a big red panda. I don't like. I'm curious if people. I mean, it's got a seven out of ten on IMDb, eighty three percent on Metacritic, and a ninety four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I mean, the trailer seemed really good. The advertisements for it maybe not want to watch it, but then I actually watched the trailer and I was like, "This seems good." And Caitlin was like, "Pass." And I was like, "Yeah." Oh. I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's a very weird concept that like, you know, I don't know. It's oh yeah, we haven't watched Soul yet either. But, Sounds like, good. I just, I haven't been ready to, like, spew my emotions out. No, it's not bad. No. Is no, it? It's not, like, what's, super emotional. What's, what's, what's more heart-wrenching? Soul or, um, what's the other one? That was really good. Um, oh, what was the, the Day of the Dead one? Man, I'm, like. Uh, animated Disney That's a good fucking biscuit. God, she makes the best biscuits. Oh, he did the song Remember Me. What was it called? I don't uh, know. Remember me. <laughs> Fuck, why am I forgetting what it was called? I bet Claire would know. And it's like, get out of here, Disney. Google, I mean. All right, I might have to pull Claire in and find out because I forgot what it was called. <sighs> I feel like I'm so close. Um, son of a bitch. Why does Disney have to have so many fucking movies? <laughs> like they literally, like they have literally so many movies. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Brave. What? You should watch Brave today. It's real good. You should eat my ass. No, I'm eating a biscuit right now. Yeah, butter my biscuit, bitch. <laughs> uh, damn. Uh, I forgot what it's called. Uh, hold on. You know what? Remember me. Coco. Coco. 2017. Coco. Like Coco. What's sadder, Coco or Soul? I don't really remember Coco. I don't like it. You didn't like... I don't like... <laughs> How do you not like Coco? <laughs> I don't know. I don't like it. There's something wrong with you. Okay. I've decided this. Also, your reason for not watching the new Ghostbusters yeah. contradicts your thought process. Of? Of it's a completely separate entity. You have to treat it by itself and shouldn't compare it to other properties. That's fine. I, I have no desire to watch it. You're a bitch. You biscuit-eating <laughs> motherfucker actually you're I, not even I, a motherfucker i'm not but you are <laughs> almost almost <laughs> i gotta wait for the grace period to end mm. for lack of a better term <laughs> make it banana pancakes <laughs> um okay <laughs> all right so yeah um that was that was it you know uh 
I think our off the cuff turned into like a main topic of just like a Disney discussion. Uh, pretty much, yeah. I'm uh, I'm not really even gonna contribute anything. We just we took a uh, about an hour <laughs> for that. Yeah. Um, and then I guess you know why don't we just dive right into streaming services then? Okay. Because I mean, if we're talking about Disney Plus. That's a streaming service. Yep. All right. What if you had to only watch one streaming service? Like you have to pick, because like we've got. So let's just name the list. We've got Hulu, uh-huh. Netflix, mm-hmm. Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. Disney Plus, mm-hmm. HBO Max, um, Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Uh, you've also got. I think you got Stars mm-hmm. as well. Uh, and let's also toss in, like you know, like Crunchyroll, or um. Peacock. Peacock. Yeah, so like, you know, and then I guess, yeah, so all of those. So, I mean, all, and like YouTube TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure there's others out there that yep. I might be missing. Yeah, there's but, Fubo TV. There's Tubi. Yeah. There's like a bajillion. Well, Pluto, is, is, yeah. is, is, is Fubo and Pluto, are those on demand or are those just live? They do both. Okay. Because, I mean, in that case, you would also toss in, then, like, you know, Optimum and Altice and Verizon and mm-hmm. whatnot. I mean, yeah. if you had to go with one, what would you go with? Like, in its current yeah. iteration, like, if yeah. nothing changes. Easy. HBO. I do like HBO um, yeah. as well. Uh, why would you pick HBO so easily? <clears throat> they have a wide variety of things. They also have... I think more adult humor that I appreciate more of the dark humor. They have all of adult swim. That's already like a huge win. Um, they have all Miyazaki. That's a huge win. Uh, they have, um, they do have superhero stuff, although it's not going to be Marvel. They at least have the DC stuff, you know, yeah, so they have all the, yeah, all the animated stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. So, and in general, we love watching comedies and like pretty much the first thing Caitlin and I do we usually are watching comedies first and foremost, and we'll just open up HBO and go straight to comedies. And nine times out of ten, we find something on there before we have to go to another platform. Huh. To the point where we're like, we're actually considering getting rid of Netflix because of everything that's happening this past week with Netflix. You know, talking about, well, not that we share passwords, but talking about charging people for sharing passwords. Talking, uh, they just raised the price. Excuse me, they just raised the price on it. They still charge more if you want 4K streaming. That's ridiculous. They're the only platform that does that that I've seen. Um, they have reduced the amount of content that they have. And now they are talking about adding advertisements like Hulu does in, an, in a year or two. Like, oh, fuck that. Netflix has just become bottom rung. Like, I don't give a shit about Netflix. The only reason why I still have it is because T-Mobile pays for $10 of it right now. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get that too with, with Netflix. I mean... Um, some, I do find sometimes that some, there's some content on there that like, I'm the majority of the content, I'm just like, oh, I'm not really interested in watching a lot of this stuff. Yeah. I mean, to be fair though, it's not like because there's a lack of content. It's just more so because I don't want to watch the content. It doesn't maybe mesh with me mm-hmm. or I don't want to invest the time in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the fact that they have like certain things on there, like, you know, being able to just like toss on like Seinfeld and, and binge watch through Seinfeld mm. ad free. Mm-hmm. like mindlessly is nice yeah or you know little little shows like that L- little shows seinfeld <laughs> no no what i what i mean like short episodes 
like oh, okay. stuff with short episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean that I was gonna mention the Hulu part too. I mean Hulu is probably my least favorite that I've experienced because of the fact that even if you're paying for it, you're still hit with an ad wall. Yeah, and I'm just like, why are you paying fifteen dollars a month and you know, or like ten dollars a month, and then you're still getting ads? Yeah. Like, Hulu th- is trash. I I hate Hulu so much. And it sucks because like you know they have like certain things on there like you know if you want to catch like the newest episodes like I think like Rick and Morty. I don't. Mm-hmm. I think they. I think recently Rick and Morty was on something else. But you know the fact that like you know if I wanted to watch Rick and Morty it was on there, and I had to sit through these fucking like and it's not even just that there's ads. It's that it's the same ad, four times in a row. <clears throat> so I would sit there and the same ad would repeat itself four times. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't understand how like the people at Hulu would just be okay with, let's just show the same ad four times. Mm-hmm. That's not a big deal. Yeah. So uh, Hulu's definitely like least favorite for me. Uh, on top of that for Hulu, Caitlin and I, last night we were binge watching again, Broad City. And oh, I need to watch that. Was it on? Is, uh, it's on Hulu? It's on Hulu. Fuck. Okay. It's really good though. If you, no, no, I, I've I've you. seen a few okay. episodes. Like when it when I used to have cable TV and I had the time to, wa- I tried to make it a point to watch a few episodes. Yeah. But I fell off because it was live TV and like I didn't have time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it's great, but the ads on it. First of all, depending on how popular the show is, they have more or less ads. So that show yeah. has a shit ton of ads. But I I despise Hulu for the fact that you watch an ad. To then get at the end of the episode, you watch an ad to then get about a minute worth of content, and then you watch an ad to get ten seconds and then credits. Yeah. And then you watch an ad to start the next episode. Mm-hmm. It's always like a three, four minute block of ads at the end of an episode to get to the next fucking twenty minute episode. Well, and you're like, you know what it is? I it's, hate you. It's <laughs> you know what you. It, that's what regular TV is too. I know. Because like that's why you know Ugh. if you look to see how long an actual episode of a TV show is, it's like only twenty minutes, like eighteen to yeah. twenty minutes of content per episode. And the rest is all ads. Yeah. And even now, like, you know, what I noticed they would start doing was instead of, like, the credits rolling, mm-hmm. now they would they would shrink the credits down mm-hmm. to a quarter of the page and then have ads rolling mm-hmm. until the credits were done and they would switch it to the next show. Yeah. And I'd be like, this is BS. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore, which yeah. is why I stopped. I mean, yep. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't think I could ever go back to not having it, like, ha- being, like, ad-induced YouTube. Yep. Like, I'm so used to ad-free YouTube at this point, like... It is worth what I'm paying because of the amount of YouTube that I watch. Yeah, okay. That makes like, sense then. <clears throat> but, I mean, oh, it's it's almost time. <laughs> uh, Doug's had to poop, but doesn't yeah, have to it's, poop. Yeah, it's slowly brewing. He's waiting uh, for the right time. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, I don't know, because there is, con- there's, I think there's definitely like a large amount of content on HBO Max that I would want to watch. Yep. But, I feel like a lot of that content is movies, mm-hmm. and I don't know, because a lot of times when I put on, like, streaming media, I'm looking for usually short bursts, mm-hmm. so, oh, boy, I'm so burpy. I feel like a lot of the content on, on HBO Max is going to be minimum 45 minutes per episode, even if I was watching something. I mean, unless I dive into, like, the animated shows, Yeah, maybe? the adults one section yeah. is all, so, like, 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, it it it's up in the air. Um, yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, I probably would, if I could only pick one streaming service, 
I mean, that was like traditional movies and TV shows. Mm-hmm. I guess I probably would probably stick with HBO Max as well. Otherwise, it was just for general content. Mm-hmm. I'd probably go like YouTube Premium. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, like not YouTube. I mean, yeah, YouTube Premium. Because there's so much content on YouTube Premium. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's literally just people posting stuff consistently. Mm-hmm. Tech yeah. reviews. TV, like There's shows on there now, too. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's an option. But, yeah, HBO Max definitely is, I think, top tier at the moment. You know, they're drop. I mean, literally, they just put the Batman out on the 18th. Yeah. I uh, have you watched it? Mm-hmm. You like it? Yeah. <clears throat> Caitlin hated it, but I was like, I didn't expect Robert Pattinson to play a serious role so well, and it was it was a consistently adult Batman. Like you know, the Christian Bale Batmans were like adult, but there was still some. There was something about it that made it not feel like it was a dark adult superhero thing. It definitely had its moments, but like the Pattinson one, for some reason, seemed darker to me and much more serious. Well, I mean, the 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 um, Christopher Nolan ones. I mean, they didn't really get super violent until the like the second one was definitely, I would say, the peak violence yeah. in terms of like graphic violence. Yeah. Agreed. Other than like you know when. In uh, the night, Re- Dark Knight Returns, when he like gets his back broken, yeah, that's but like, brutal, but... I think, yeah, I think that uh, you know Heath Ledger's Joker was probably the most like upsetting character. You know, he's the one that like he was the darkest character by far in any of the three movies. Yeah, you know, in the first one, it was ninjas, mm-hmm. you know, and that was just like swords and blades and and you know like in the it was shadows. A little bit silly. Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't dark. Yeah. Um, I mean, visibly it was dark. Yeah. But, you know, I don't think it was a dark movie per se. Um, it was just like him becoming the Batman. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was dark. That was mm-hmm. the one where he gets hit with like a real like villain. Mm-hmm. Like a real like I'm going to just fuck things up because I feel like a kind of villain. Yeah. Uh, like and then. And the third one, I mean, with Bane, again, it kind of went over the top again. It basically turned into a Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> you know, like, splitting the earth and, and demo- demolishing Gotham. Yeah. Like, it was like that big master grandiose plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly, like, I have to watch that one through again because I don't think I really enjoyed that one mm-hmm. as much. Why wouldn't you enjoy it? <laughs> well, I was born in the dark. <laughs> Um, I do love me some Tom Hardy though. Yeah, he's always great. Yeah, he's he's got a good little range of characters. But with the Batman, I mean, it was it was very like it felt more like a noir detective movie. Yeah, and that's that's why it was pretty dark. And also, I mean, the version of the Riddler was almost like the Joker. Yeah, to a certain degree, it yeah. wasn't like it wasn't the Jim Carrey dressed in green, covered in question marks. <laughs> No, you know spandex, uh, Joker. It was yeah. like a very much like a mastermind, jade, mastermind, jaded, looking for yeah. revenge kind of like Riddler. Yeah, uh, you mean Joker? In the new one, it was the Riddler. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were comparing Riddler to Joker. Yeah, I am. Okay. I was saying like, yeah, the Riddler in the what was it the Val Kilmer one? I think it was or like. Yeah. I think it was the Val Kilmer one. Either way, it was yeah, it was uh. It was very cartoonish. 
Yep. But this one was like it was more Jokerish. Yeah. Like definitely. I feel like the, the Heath Ledger's representation of the Joker has really pulled has become a very big influence a lot of the newer ones. Mm-hmm. Like did you watch the the deleted scene of the Joker interview? No. So they're the new Joker. They already picked him. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's um if you've seen the Eternals, it's the guy who plays Druid in the Eternals. Um, he's also in some other stuff as well. Um, the guy's name is Barry uh, Keegan. I don't think I said his name right. But he's he's an Irish actor. He was in Dunkirk. Um, and he was in... I never saw The Green Knight. I wanted to see that. Yeah, but, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, so he uh, he's playing the Joker, or it looks like he's playing the Joker because they they added the deleted scene in on HBO Max because I think it I think it may have leaked the um the deleted scene originally. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, because it wasn't an after credit scene, you know, it was just a, literally a deleted scene, mm-hmm. and um, because at the end of at the end of the Batman, you see the Riddler in the the hospital, like the like in Arkham, mm-hmm. and he's talking to someone on the other side, who's clearly the Joker. That was part of the actual movie. Okay. Um, and then the deleted scene was Batman going to the Joker to ask him who he thinks the Riddler is, and and get like an information from him. So, um, what's the actor? What the hell? Why am I blanking on his name? What's the actor who plays Batman again? Uh, Robert Pattinson. So Robert Pattinson's <laughs> Batman. Uh, in this in this version of Batman, he's already locked up the Joker. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's already he's already the Batman. You know, mm-hmm. so he goes to the Joker to ask his information about who he thinks the Riddler is, and you get like a really like intense sense of this version of the Joker, mm-hmm. and uh, it's very reminiscent of Heath Ledger's Joker, but more deranged. Do we know who the who's the actor? Who's I just told you. Oh, oh, he says the Irish guy Barry, Barry Ke- Keoghan. Keoghan. Yeah. Keoghan. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'll have to watch that deleted scene after this. Yeah, definitely watch it. Um, you'll watch it on the. How about this? Watch it on the ad break, and then you can do a, a live reaction. <laughs> okay. When we come back before we do music. Sure. But yeah, um, I like I like this version. Um, I think Claire was a little hit or miss on it mm-hmm. um you know i don't think it was really her cup of tea i didn't think it was bad though i mean i'm looking forward to see what the next iteration comes through i mean because like if they're you've got the riddler you have the preface that the joker already exists and already was caught you know and now he's going to basically he's recruiting the riddler and you already and okay. harvey dent i think exists in this timeline already mm-hmm. they mentioned harvey dent so the you know the option for Two Face being in the in the in the sh- movies is there, yeah, you know, and then you know the Penguin exists. The Penguin literally is now in power. <sighs> yeah, um, you know it's Colin Farrell too, right? Yeah, I know, dude. I, I didn't you know, I didn't think nuts. he had that huge of a role where I was just like, wow, he blew me away. No, I was just blown away by the prosthetics because I had yeah. no idea that was Colin Farrell. Yeah, and no, his it was it was being... it was Colin Farrell playing. Uh, Danny DeVito. 
Yeah, that's what it seemed like to, to me, too. That's what it was. <laughs> uh, you know, they probably picked him because, well, why don't we get a healthy guy and put him in a suit instead of picking someone that's not healthy and may die in a year or two? Because <laughs> we want to do a few movies. It's awful. <laughs> he's also, because of it, he'll also be more dynamic. Yeah. Because of the fact that he's, like, fitter. Mm-hmm. So, like, they won't have to use, like, CGI and stuff like that. He can actually do, like, some more better movements, probably. Probably also sure, a thought process. Sure. But, I mean, nothing beats Danny DeVito as Well, penguin. Danny DeVito was literally the penguin. That is peak Danny DeVito. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, so there's the Riddler, the Joker, Penguin, potential for Two-Face. Yeah. Um, who else? Tommy Lee Jones, also a great Two-Face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good, but honestly, of course, I think he was in that same movie with the Riddler, so it was. Kind I still of, think like, I think I still think they've missed the mark. I mean, there's so many opportunities. Like, why have they never had Willem Dafoe as the Joker? Yeah, like that is like such like an obvious face for the yeah. Joker. Yeah, and he has the voice already. That's like his voice. He has the voice. He has the huge mouth. Like when he played when he played played like Ryuk. Mm-hmm. In in the terrible Death Note a- adaptation, <laughs> yeah, he was the best part. Yeah, it was. was so upsetting because he he was so good. Yeah, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's just very upsetting. <laughs> um, so I'm like, who? I'm like, what other bad guys are there? I mean, there's Doctor Freeze. Um, yeah, I, I'm sick of them constantly doing the same bad guys over and over too. There's plenty of Batman bad guys. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, you go with, like, the, the most well-known. Most well-known Batman uh, villains. Here. All right, we got Deadshot, Falcone. Yeah, okay, fine. Killer Croc, I hate stupid. Black Mask is eh. Hush, oh. Hush was a great graphic novel. Uh, Clayface is stupid. Poison Ivy, okay, but only because Uma Thurman made it awesome. Uh, penguins, ridiculous. Death Phantasm, Man. dude. I had that toy when I was a kid. Scarecrow. Bane, Riddler, Harley Quinn, Two Face. Phantasm was in one of the Batman movies. Uh, it says arguably one of the best Batman villains. Oh, to never appear in a live action movie. I remember Phantasm. He was in Mask. He was in the movie, the animated movie, Mask of the Phantasm. I mean, it's literally already a movie. <laughs> like, just do it, like, you know, like, shot for shot. I've never heard of the Court of Owls. Have you heard of them? The Court of Owls? No. I'm on Screen Rant, and uh, they say, the members of the Court of Owls are I'm the newest Game Batman Rant. villains, and they, they rank as some of the most powerful and deadly. This group has run Gotham City from behind the scenes for over a century. They're millionaires and billionaires who create an underground club that pulled strings that affected both heroes and villains, and it helped corrupt Gotham City. Using assassins called Talons, they remain dangerous as well as manipulative. The group is almost impossible to bring down. They are Batman's greatest threat. I mean, that also, like, that could be part of it because of the fact that, essentially, like, they introduced, like, Carmine Falcone in this. Also, is it Falcone or Falcone? I thought it was Falcone, but I guess it's it's Falcone. Falcone. It's Falcone because they said Falcone in the movie. Oh, did they? They said it. Yeah, they one dude. They like they didn't pronounce it the same consistently huh. in the movie. It was one of my little pet peeves in there. But yeah, you have like Carmine Falcone in there, and he's like running the underworld. So in my head, I'm like, this is like, you know, 
that that could be what you said the uh whatchamacallit the the people what is it it's, called the count of owls the, the court of owls yeah the court of owls um but i mean they got the joker there i don't think i mean that also has potential for another harley quinn um i mean i don't know who else they would bring in calendar man calendar man <laughs> Uh, I mean, we could just be like, villains in the new, the next Batman movie. Let's see. People have any predictions? No, it's, it's, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm over this whole thing. Let's just see what happens. Uh, okay. okay. So we're going to take our ad break and Lars is going to watch the deleted scene of batman talking to the joker and doug's uh, gonna poop and i i i, I uh, yes <laughs> and for a dollar a day you can save lars's house <laughs> head break hey there if you're hearing this you've already made it through a decent chunk of this week's episode and that's pretty awesome Lars and I are doing our best to bring worthwhile content to your ear holes on a weekly basis. That being said, it's way easier to stay up to date using our website and social media. Check us out at nerdy30podcast.com, 30 is with a three zero. It has links to all of our social media so you can subscribe and like on every platform we're on. Or just go ahead and go to Instagram or Twitter and search at nerdy30podcast, again 30 is a three zero, to find us quick and easy. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. We're having a blast making it. Enjoy the rest of the episode. And we're back. I am relieved. <laughs> and I am intrigued. All right, Lars. <laughs> uh, live reaction. Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, clearly this is leaning heavily into Batman's conflict of being the most violent DC hero where he's like, yeah like as the joker insinuates he's scared that he feels like they deserved it mm-hmm. um so it'd be cool to explore that more uh maybe we'll see an even more violent uh batman who knows but it, i i did like him as joker yeah uh much more than jared leto yeah. fucking damaged fucking tattoo yeah i don't know i don't know how much of that so i mean i on jared leto's behalf i don't know if he was the one that came up with all those ideas to make him a gangster joker (laughs) i don't know either um but Um, but, i mean it was a terrible idea yeah um especially because i mean yeah that's that's all i'm getting into i I don't know It was bad, and I wish that he wasn't in so many movies. I wish that after they saw the first one and everyone's reaction to it, that they would have just left him and been like, sorry, this isn't working out. Let's part ways. Uh, but instead, well, they I, just kept putting him in things, and I'm so sad at that. Yeah, and, the, and then apparently, I think Morbius didn't do very well either. So I heard, uh, I still want to see it. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, same. But it's just not high on my list of priorities, so probably just wait oh, for yeah. it to come out on disney well like the batman you know i didn't go and see it in theaters i yeah. waited to watch it at home yeah i saved myself 40 dollars in in tickets <laughs> right yeah 
Um, okay, so why don't we jump into music? Okay. Um, you know, I think I went first last week, so why don't you go first this week? Uh, I can do that. Okay, the first band, or not really band, group. I'm running to this issue again where it's like a single guy. And he's like a... Dude, I guess... Do you call him a DJ when you just do electronic mixing stuff? I don't fucking know. Vowel. Vowel is who I'm uh, recommending. The name is uh, spelled V-O-W-L period. Mm-hmm. And the song I want to recommend is Imagine featuring Shiloh Dynasty. And it is essentially the Willy Wonka Imagine reimagined. And it's very, it's just, it's very like, chill not really some of the beat feel on it is kind of like trip hoppy but it's uh it it has just this ambient lo-fi feel when you listen to it and man i don't know i overall i feel like this is the sound that odessa would have had if they didn't get famous because it sounds like the early type Odessa stuff. Actually, all of his stuff that I've listened to so far sounds like early Odessa. And I love early Odessa. The new Odessa, not the biggest fan of. Uh, not at all. But Vowel, I'm like, damn. I think he's going to blow up. Uh, I hope he listens to this. Um, I don't know his actual name. You have, like, no uh, internet presence, dude. <laughs> You have like you have uh, websites for uh, like and you have social media stuff out there, but like you don't even you don't have like a Wikipedia page. There's no like bio about you and anywhere I could find. Uh, actually, let me see if there's a bio. There's a bio on um, Spotify. Let me see. It's uh, got a Twitter page. Well, yeah, but like I'm looking for like bio bio info, man. Yeah, if you go to the the bio on Spotify, it's just blank. Like, there's nothing about him. Uh, you know, I, I went through, like, the 10 posts he has on Twitter, on, on Twitter, on Instagram, and there's really not much there for me to really be able to pin down who he really is, background, inspiration, anything like that. Um, but it's real cool, real chill. I, I like a lot of the songs that he has out there on Spotify. Um, that's really all I have to say about him. I just give, give him a listen. If you like early Odessa, you're going to like Vowel, really. And uh, Drinkify doesn't have a drink for him yet, so I'm going to uh, take the liberty of of it being uh, called the the pint of basic bitch sour candy ale that I was drinking earlier. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, and then the other band is Screaming Females. The song I want to recommend is Ripe, and they're like a, a rock group from Jersey. They're founded in 2005. They're still playing shows. And actually, I was commenting to Doug, like, when we popped on and, and looked at their upcoming shows and recent past shows in the past few days, they're playing, like, <laughs> like 11 shows day after day straight. Like, damn, that's impressive. Like, in different states. Yeah, that's a hustle. So, mad respect. Uh, but they are, they're great. They're just female rock. Like, just, not like, I don't associate them with, like, the Donna's like level of rock, like girl rock. I feel like it's more on the, it feels more punky to me. Um, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely super punky. Yeah. 
And for them on Drinkify, they are six ounces of marijuana, uh, six ounces of Sprite, a bottle of Perno, and you shake it all, strain it into a cocktail glass and serve. Um, that would be weird. <laughs> that's a mix. That's that's a mix. Um, also would be difficult to do if we were actually drinking these, because I don't know where I could get six ounces of real marijuana around here. But <laughs> there's that. <laughs> that's it and for me. De- you could definitely get your hands on some for sure <laughs> i'm sure i would just go to massachusetts if i needed to i guess it's legal over there um what do I you mean got? i'm sorry I was, I was looking into screaming females oh yeah what do you think um they're good uh definitely definitely punk i'd be like like an indie punk kind of vibe you know because it's very like a diy sound mm-hmm um, which you know, I, there's something uh, there's something quaint about having that like imperfection in the music because yeah. you're doing it yourself. Yeah. That you don't get from like super well produced music. Agreed. So I mean, like this isn't the kind of music where you're listening to it so you can hear every note and every strum. It's more so you want to hear like the attitude and the vibe. Yeah. So it, it works. It definitely works to their favor. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean. Definitely, I mean, I definitely get, like, that, like, punk, like, you know, stick-it-to-the-man kind of sound mm-hmm. from them, for sure. Yeah. Um, as for myself, um, I also, Val, yeah, it's pretty trip-hop, like, chill-hop kind of sound. I could definitely see myself playing that when I'm, like, trying to focus or something like that. Um, as for me, the two that I'm going with, uh, two, they're both actually bands that I came across very recently, one because of the other. Okay. Uh, so there's one called Juliet's Apartment. So actually the reason I came across Juliet's Apartment was because I listened to a podcast called Fanboys because, uh, my guitarist from on the episode, Mike, he sent them our music to basically they review music mm-hmm. they'll they'll listen to like 30 seconds of your song and they'll be like they have to say something nice about it but they'll be pretty honest yeah so we were on they put our music on one of the episodes oh, nice. and 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 did us and it was like it was funny because there was stuff they were talking about that i was like yeah no i i know exactly what you mean that's <laughs> what i didn't like about it either um but they said nice stuff overall so but I've continued to listen to them and one of the bands that they threw on there was uh Juliet's Apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh and the song that I'm recommending was the same one they reviewed, which is Mana Chopsis, uh from their album or EP Romeo and Rosaline, uh from twenty twenty two. So this is a current band. Mm-hmm. They exist currently. Um they're an indie rock band from uh Murfreesboro, Tennessee, uh that formed in twenty nineteen and they've kinda got like a very like two thousands indie vibe. But they've also got like pretty heavy influence from like eighties bands like The Cure and The Smiths and some electronic music. Yeah, this sounds but, like straight up. It it sounds like it could have been like nineteen ninety one when this came out with heavy influence from the eighties. Yeah, I mean it's but I mean realistically like that's kind of what a lot of music is now. It's like eighties yeah. music done better. Yeah, I mean that's that's <laughs> that's that's really what it is. It's like better new wave. Yeah. If that's your jam, then cool. Yeah, I mean, but that that sound is it, they've molded it a little better. It's like less mm-hmm. 
it's still synthy, mm-hmm. but it's you know the recreation of it is um, overall like a lot of times it is an improvement to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Juliet's apartment, uh, pretty cool. Uh, they're still out there doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I would say I would say take a listen to Juliet's apartment. They're fun. Yeah, dude, um, I, I kind of I jumped around on just a few different songs and like the Cure is definitely the perfect comparison. It's like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it feels like the cure was like remixed. <laughs> oh, yeah. And like if you listen, if you like if you listen to the song Tornadoes, like, uh-huh. for example, like I think it's a number one on like on Spotify. It almost sounds like you're listening to the Chili Peppers for a second there. Like if you go like 41, 40 seconds in. It's like, am I listening to the Jelly Peppers? Um, okay. So it's like their their influences are pretty all over. Yeah. Uh, so they didn't have a Juliet's apartment drink on Drinkify. Okay. Uh, but they did have a Juliet, and they did have an apartment. So okay. it is the Juliet is one bottle of Red Bull, one bottle fucking rum, one bottle of V8, combined in a highball glass and serve. And the apartment is just four ounces of beer served on the rocks, garnished with a twist of lemon. So I would say you just pour the beer into the, into, you know, pour the, the apartment into the Juliet or put the Juliet into the apartment <laughs> and just guzzle it down. <laughs> um, and then, so this kind of like leans onto what I was talking about at one point with you. It's just like, I want to try to mainline Spotify more than youtube music because i still i've been trying to go back and use youtube music but yeah it's just it's just like it's like shit in the bed like when it comes to <laughs> trying to like <laughs> it's you know when it comes to finding artists in a yeah. very organized manner yeah. or um you know their algorithm is trash mm-hmm. you know if i put on juliet's apartment and i put on like the start radio playlist yeah like i want a radio playlist of songs that sound like Juliet apartment, Juliet's yeah. apartment, or that specific song. Yeah. And so, what are they playing? Dance, Gavin, dance, and hail the sun. <laughs> and I'm just like, I like those bands, but you couldn't that's... be farther from it. Yeah. Jesus. It's like, let me try this again. I do it again. Now it's the fall, Troy. I'm just like, this is not, this is not accurate. Do it again. You get NWA. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's just like I don't understand like where this is coming from. And then I, I looked around and I'm like. I tried doing that with other things, and it just the the radio station is based on what I'm listening to, yeah, not what's unique to that's similar to the artist, yeah, because that's I assume that was the purpose of a radio station playing yeah. like music, yeah, but that's why I was I switched over to Spotify. And let me let me do this, and actually I came across the second band that I'm using today, which I enjoy. Uh, they're called Them Fantasies. Them Fantasies, okay, yeah. Uh, and the song I'm recommending is Spoiled AF off of their EP How Modest from 2022. Um, you know, it's one of, you know, their songs. So it's, I like it. Uh, you know, it's like an old pop kind of like funk vibe. Yeah. Um, you know, you can tell that they have like influences from, you know, like The Strokes and Thundercat. Um, they say they also have some influence from like Tyler, their creator and things like that. Uh, they're based off of, they're based in LA uh, and the EP is from 2022 so all of this music that I'm recommending is like fresh <laughs> fresh music uh, so 
you know, all these bands are like bands that you probably have an opportunity to see play live if you yeah. really wanted to, which is cool. Um, are you taking a listen to them? Yeah. What are you thinking? I think they're exactly as you described. Yeah. But I, I feel like there's like a, a hint of like, man, I can't think of the name of the band. Well, I mean, like the it, vocal style, it's like it's yeah. a, it's slightly airy, but it's smooth, and they have a kind of almost like a like a jazz vibe to them. Like, if you ever listen yeah. to um, uh, what are they called? Shit, um, it's that dude on the key. Uh, God damn it! I <laughs> you know I hate that one. Like I can't remember yeah. the name of an artist. Like it's a trio of musicians. Which doesn't help narrow it down at all. <laughs> um, hold on, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna find them. But well, for me, it can, was you... forgive Durden. That's that's who they sound like, uh, and it it does seem some of their stuff does seem a little bit like operatic storytelling, like the Deer Hunter too. Yeah, I mean, but it's it's a little less. Uh, I would say it's a less. Um, man, I don't have Theater. words today. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's less showtimey. It's yeah. you know you don't have that that very uh, dramatic vibe that you get from like the Deer Hunter, where you feel like you could literally be watching <laughs> a play, yeah. like and watching something go down. It doesn't feel quite like that. Like it it's it sometimes feels like it has a little bit of like a minus the bear vibe in terms of like how he's yeah singing. Like not not all minus the bear songs. Like some of their songs have yeah. that vibe to it, but his vocals his his voice is is smoother than the lead singer for minus the bear. Mm-hmm. That, so you get that you get that airiness. Yeah, I also get a bit of as, as tall as lions in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely I definitely hear that as well. Um, I'm so upset. But then that I like can't... Panic at the Disco, like new Panic at the Disco, like funk jazz. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I like, <laughs> I I like, I like the chord progression and the key that they're playing. Like this song, and for example, I like the jazz vibe to it mm-hmm. because rock is great. I like rock, but you know, it's it's nice to kind of hear that like slightly different progression mm-hmm. or like this slightly different sound. Yeah, and because it just you just kind of like bop your head. <laughs> yep, you know it's. It's enjoyable and it's relaxing and and yeah, I think I'm getting old. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Just go listen to some Mahavishu Orchestra. Yeah, these confounding kids and their chord progressions and their tapping and their their strumming. Where's the little chucka chucka vibes I want? <laughs> Where's my Bach and Chopin? <laughs> I'm not that old yet. Hopefully, I'll never get there. I need my Sinatra. <laughs> all right did you did you cover the the drink for them yet drink of no what you got i have uh uh <laughs> they have it's, it's actually like when i put in them fantasies it came up with one drink uh the them fantasies is just one bottle of honey vodka served on the rocks and garnished with sugar well sweet i don't know how, can you garnish with sugar yeah. Yeah, you do wet the rim and then you stick it in sugar and twist it around. Is that called a garnish? Then um, if you do a sugar rim? I guess. I don't know. 
Well, you, okay, okay. Here's what you could do. Rock candy. Rock candy. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I, I accept. I accept a rock candy. Because then if you're serving it on the rocks, it's rock sugar. So technically, sugar, garnish, rock candy served on the rock. On the rocks with rocks. Mm-hmm. Crack rocks. <laughs> there you go. You got th- three rocks. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, um, that's that. Ooh. Oh, um, by the way, yeah. speak on our music section. So I was thinking about buying more vinyls yeah. because right now, um, the, what's the place, what's it called? Uh, Equal Vision Records is doing like a spring cleaning. Oh yeah. So they have like a bunch of albums discounted 20% off. All of their albums are discounted 20% off. That's pretty sweet. So, like, you know, Donovan Malero's new solo album is out. Okay. I'm not really big on his solo The Juliana stuff. Theory? <laughs> they have a new album? I haven't listened to them since high school. I have no idea who they are. Uh, they're, they're, they were just okay. <laughs> okay. But so, I mean, like, so, for example, like, you know, they have, um, I've, they have, like, you know, an A Lot Like Birds album. Like, the album No Place, I really like. That's the one that has, uh, like, uh. Uh, Kuroi Ledge and you know um, was it on untidiness is next to ungodliness or something like that mm-hmm. and then they have you know New Age Filth and Mental Knife by Hail the Sun yeah they have like the they have like the the limited edition ones with like the different colors that's cool and then they also have uh, a Polyphia record New Levels New Devils that's like their like big EP that came out so I was contemplating getting those yeah. three I also was looking at an I the Mighty record. But I'm, like, on the fence about I the Mighty. One, mainly just because of the fact, like, the singer was, like, a douche. And so that's why they're not playing anymore. <laughs> okay. Because he had, like, allegations of, like, abuse. So I'm, like, uh, I don't know if I want to, like, buy that record. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, I'm just going to actually take it off right now. Um, you even got, they got t-shirts. Man, I haven't, like, checked this out yet. This is this is awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, like, I was thinking of getting, like, the two Hell of the Sun albums and a Polyphia album and an a lot like Birds album. I mean, there's there's some stuff on there otherwise, but I kind of like try to limit myself because I realized like I already pre-ordered the Wake album, like the limited edition Wake album. Yeah. From Hail the Sun, I already pre-ordered that like a year ago. Oh, you can uh, buy it then, right now. There's only no, a no, thousand. It's, it's pre-order. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. If you click on it, it says pre-order. Sure. So I already did that, and then I eventually the Manipulator album from Fall of Troy is coming. Because <laughs> oh, I pre-ordered that. that when you were telling me about it. Yeah. Um, I can't seem to figure out how to get to anything but the featured albums. <laughs> go go to the tab that says music and click on vinyl. Uh, I went to the store. You're cool. <laughs> Sorry, I went to the store option instead of vinyl. Stupid. That's fun, though. Yeah, so open I mean, up a I bunch was... of tabs and then stare at things and then be like, oh... Yeah. What is this Secret Wars? Secret Wars? Oh, that was actually a pretty heavy album by them. It's a sh- it's a short EP. You haven't listened to Secret it. Wars? I probably did. I just don't remember. If it's on oh. Spotify, I've listened to it. Oh yeah, I mean it's on there. I I ran that one through. It's only like four or five songs. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's good. Saves the day. I for- I forgot that band existed. Yeah, and I was thinking about getting a Kanashi album, but I'm not really into Kanashi too much. Uh, oh, they do have New Age Phil. That is a, that is an appropriate vinyl. It looks like just fucking dirt smashed into white, for New Age filth. Yeah, 
I mean, I didn't mind New Age Filth. Because you know what? I'm I'm very much not a no, fan of... I liked it. I'm not a fan of albums where there are a lot of tracks that are just like filler or like intervals mm-hmm. that lead into other songs. Like, I think, I think that's why I wasn't a fan of Culture Scars. Or, um... What was the other one? Oh, man. They had... They had a few albums recently. Hail the Sun. And yeah. I say recently, like the next, the last like five years. Culture Scars are just printing two fifty. Wow. Yeah, I don't think Culture Scars was as popular. No, oh, they got stolen so, too. Yeah, yeah. I was contemplating getting that that album as well. I did like uh, that late that self titled album from them. It was pretty good, in my opinion. Yes. Um, but it's interesting because like. The self-titled album, that was the one where um, it was after their singer, their singer-guitarist left. So it was just the drummer who was singing on that album. Hmm. And this is where they, they actually shot the music video for Bellwether uh, in, like, Port Jeff. Yeah, cool. And I remember, like, them putting out about, you know, coming in like auditioning or whatever for it mm-hmm. like coming to be part of the music video and i was like shit i have to work because <laughs> like they basically just like had a house party where everyone got poisoned oh cool yeah <laughs> awesome. but yeah um all right well everyone go to equal vision records because they have a lot of uh <laughs> type music and it's real this good. is true yeah you should post the link on our website so then they click on the link and then they get the equal vision records it's true sure, go to our website, website. Go to our website. Go to our website. That's been half finished for a year. Yes. <laughs> that is the plan. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's it for this week. Yeah. Um, we gave you some pretty solid music recommendations. Um, we know that's why some of you come and just listen to us specifically for the music. So we thank you for that. Yeah. Um, let us know what you think about Disney and the Batman. And if Disney should do a version of the Batman. <laughs> and if... Uh, and if you think the penguin is a Disney princess or not? My vote is yes. Yes. Um, but that's it. Uh, as always, like and subscribe. Thanks for listening. And kiss my ass. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Bye.